What's going on everyone? This is Matt Luffy with a special Birds Banter podcast episode for you guys. We were just at the Carson Wentz A01 Foundation softball game where we went to a press conference, the Home Run Derby, and the softball game, all presented to you by Philadelphia Sports Nation. Logan Banker and I, the host of this podcast, were able to get some great content for you guys, and we covered the entire game and the press conference for you. So we have a lot of great content coming for you through this podcast. We hope you guys enjoy it. We're going to start off by giving you some content from this press conference. Come on, guys. Um, thanks for being here. Um, I thank my, my teammates uh, for showing up at this event. Um, it's pretty cool. The community um, turnout last year, the first time we did it, was, was unbelievable because a lot of you were here last year. Um, pretty cool event. Um, I got to thank uh, just the AO1 staff and everybody involved in putting this together. It uh, means a lot to me um, you know, to not only just give back to the city and, and provide a fun family uh, night like tonight, but um, to also raise a lot of money uh, to go to some really cool uh, missions and outreaches that we have uh, with the A01 Foundation. So it means a lot. Um, you know, our mission, you know, we started back in 2017 after my rookie season. Uh, the mission is to help with individuals and communities around the world uh, by demonstrating God's love for his people. Um, we do that through various means. Um, the first one uh, that, that we really kind of donated towards right away uh, when we started was the uh, sports complex in Haiti. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you have heard about that over the years. Um, it's been a slower process, but it's been really cool um, just seeing work being done. The, the multi-purpose building down there, um, the court's actually being laid, I believe, like this week. Um, and we have bulldozers on the ground uh, preparing the turf soccer fields, uh, which, which is exciting. You know, I know a lot of kids down there, um, they, play, they play soccer, they play it on rocks, they play it on gravel fields. Um, but they don't care. They have a blast doing it. So just to have turf on the ground, I think, will uh, really be eye-opening to them. I don't know if they'll really even know what it is. Um, so that's pretty cool. And through that, you know, I think we'll be able to serve, uh, once it's all said and done, 15,000 kids a year, um, provide them with meals, provide them with an opportunity to, to gather and play sports, but to also be mentored um, and discipled in, in the Word, uh, in the Bible, um, and just create some really cool life-changing opportunities in that way. Um, the second thing we started uh, was Viking the Crumb. A lot of you have heard about that in the city here. Um, it's been amazing. Uh, we think we served over 8,000 meals, um, and we haven't even been out there for a year yet. We started that last September, uh, unveiled it last year. Um, and just seeing lives change through that, providing free meals uh, to everybody, anybody and everybody, has been a really cool opportunity. Um, and then also to spiritually reach them as well for Christ um, through those outreaches. So you provide the physical. Uh, and the spiritual through it. So it's been really cool. Um, and the last thing uh, would be the outdoor ministry that we started uh, last year. Uh, we had 10 kids go on uh, different hunting trips um, throughout the Midwest. Um, and it was the uh, same thing for kids that are, have gone through seriously uh, life-threatening illnesses or can overcome or are still battling uh, different things. Uh, we take them on a, on a hunting trip, on a fishing trip. Uh, we have Camp Conquerors, uh, which was camp last summer, which we have our second annual coming up soon as well. Um, same thing, physical uh, blessing, give them an opportunity, uh, but then spiritually reach them as well. And, um, you know, it's kids, we got landed up here in the front row, uh, my buddy from West Fargo, North Dakota, that uh, went on, went to Camp Conquerors last year, uh, went on the, part of the Mountain Movers program as well, and went on a hunting trip. Um, it's, it's kids like this, um, and you guys remember the story of Lucas Custer. Uh, kids like this that really inspired me, uh, challenged me, and 
uh, really just motivate me to keep giving back and really strive to play for something greater than, than myself. Um, so I'm happy Landon's here and it's like Brody that's been a part of the program as well. Um, so yeah, it's been really cool. Uh, a couple of brief updates. So the food truck we just started, uh, we also have now an ice cream truck coming soon as well, um, which is donated, which is a, is a blessing as well. So that's being uh, wrapped up uh, here in the next month or so. And that'll be out on the streets uh, as well as the food truck. So that'll be a cool blessing. And, uh, yeah, we have camp coming up this summer. And um, that's a brief summary of the foundations and things. And I'm sure we'll talk a little bit more about it. But Carson, as much pleasure as you get playing football and your passion on the field, how much pleasure do you get knowing that you're able to give back and in only a few years in this league with the Eagles make a difference, make an impact with these kids and with these families that you've had so far? Yeah, I mean, I think that's ultimately uh, God's purpose for my life. You know, I think it's so much more than just playing the game of football. Uh, I love football. I love playing it. I love, you know, entertaining fans. I love all of that. But uh, I think I was put here for a much bigger purpose than that. Um, and so to be able to be a blessing to others um, is ultimately what it's all about. And there's no greater joy than um, seeing kids' faces light up from those different opportunities and lives being changed uh, through, these, through these things that we have going on. So uh, like I said, it's really what it's all about. What about the support you've had from your teammates last year and this year meant to you? It means a lot. You know, just knowing that these guys, um, Texting them about the softball game, and they're they're already fired up. They've been practicing. Wiz, you saw Wisniewski's video. Some of you, uh, he was out last night practicing. He's been bothering me for a while about this softball game, and uh, he's pretty stoked that he got signed back so he could play in this one. But um, just seeing their support and how excited they get as well. Um, you know, it, for, for us, we it's football, football, football all the time. So just break up the monotony, come play a game like this, have some fun, see the fans, and just have a really cool night like this. Uh, it means a lot, and then those guys show up, have a blast, and just to support me in the way they do, it's really cool. Carson, was there one uh, event or you know, story or something in the past play in high school or kind of you You know, it was one of those things, just my faith um, and just reading through the Bible and seeing how Jesus lived uh, really throughout college when I really came into a personal relationship with Christ that really just challenged me to. To, to strive for more, to strive and tell others about Christ, to strive and um, just give back and be a blessing to others. And so I knew, um, you know, if I was given that platform to play in the NFL, that I was going to use that to make a difference, use that for positive change. Um, and so there's really no one big event. Uh, I will say after going to Haiti after my rookie year, that really is eye-opening. Uh, for, for those people that haven't been there or been to a third-world country like that, um, it changed you. Um, you can't really leave that changed. And, uh, with, or you can't leave there without changing, and um, it just gives you a new perspective. And um, it's, uh, yeah, I, I would say that trip, and then um, just my faith really challenged me to uh, just just give back. And give back. What does it mean to end up in that school like Philadelphia that has the type of passion that it has? And, you know, Twenty-two thousand people in the park last year uh, to allow you to have your outreach and do that much better. I mean, a lot. You know, I've said it uh, over and over. You guys have heard me say it, but I don't think I could have gone to a better city that fits my personality. Um, just the, the, the passion that they bring and everything they do on the same way. Um, so I love it here. I absolutely love it here. And the fact that the city gets behind this event, the city gets behind what we're doing uh, from foundation things. Obviously, they get behind us in a huge way when it comes to football. Um, but nice, like, things that we have going on uh, just means it's on. 
that they're behind us and everything we do. As the coach tonight, Carson, how, did, how important is winning to you? Uh, how did you go about <laughs> setting the lineup, and, and where would you play if you could play? Well, at the end of the day, you play to win the game. Um, so we're, we're hoping, to, hoping to win. The lineup's kind of already been set. Uh, Trying to be fair a little bit, um, So, but it's still offense versus defense, so I fully expect to win. Uh, hopefully, I can have a coach Robin tonight, too. So, uh, if I were playing uh, back in the day, I used to play shortstop and third base. Um, so, I would definitely put myself in like a three hole and uh, be playing shortstop. Okay. Carson, how many times that foundation for you and demonstrating that for a few years? What does God's love mean to you personally? Um, yeah. How do you take that stand? Yeah, I mean, you know, God's love for me uh, has radically changed my life. There's no greater love. You know, the word love gets thrown around so loosely, but um, there's no greater love than God's love for us. You know, he sent his own son Jesus to die on that cross for us. Um, things you just can't wrap your mind around, you know, that type of love. And so it's, it's really challenged me to just try and love others in the same way. And I'll always fall short. I'll always come up short. But um, that's just ultimately the, the, the example that, that I strive to live by and a lot of people strive to live by is Jesus as that servant leader and, and as that loving figure. Um, and so it's, it's always challenging, but at the same time, uh, there's nothing more rewarding than living for Christ. As a follower how have you seen that kind of evolve that comfort and feeling involved during that time? You know, really what more can you do? Um, you know, just to kind of have that influence. Yeah, I mean, I think just even coming here right away, uh, I felt very comfortable. You know, I think it was. Um, obviously, way different lifestyle than North Dakota. A little faster paced, a little different in that regard. But um, at the same time, I felt extremely embraced. I uh, felt part of the city ever since I've come in. Um, and so, but at the same time, obviously, things just keep getting more and more comfortable. And in terms of what more can you do, um, that's one of the things you just take it day by day. Um, and you just pray on it a lot. Um, and just try and keep your eyes open to, to where you can, uh, where you have a passion um, to give back. A lot of guys are doing some amazing things education to different things. Um, we have guys on our team that are doing some amazing work as well. And so I think it just comes down to what you feel convicted, what you feel called to, to help with and, and be a part of. Um, and so for me, that's just keeping my eyes open, uh, praying on it a lot. And, um, we're excited to see where locally where this food truck continues to take us and if we're morphed into more food trucks in other cities or what that will become. Um, but we're excited about it. Now, do you have any like favorite scriptures that you read before games or like before on the field? Well, like when you're on your off time. Yeah, um, a lot of a lot of scriptures come to mind, but I uh, Proverbs three, five, and six on, on my bicep, which says, "Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. Uh, in all your ways, submit to Him, and He will make your path straight." And for me, um, that comes to life uh, a lot more in certain different circumstances. You know, going through injuries the last few years, that really um, hits me hard. And saying, "Okay, it's not mine. Uh, this life isn't mine. It's borrowed. It's." I'm just surrendering control to him, and um, you know it's, it's cool to have I have a couple other uh, on my body, but just to, to have those reminders for me um, to realize it's not about me; it's about living for Christ first. And um, it's, it's um, yeah, it's definitely challenging, but uh, it's uh, the, the word just always comes to life at different times. What's your favorite thing about the uh, foundation? I know you said like Haiti and all, but what's your like straight to the heart thing about the whole foundation? Well, I think. Um, I mean, all three ministries are very different um, in the sense of, you know, obviously Haiti and a sports complex and hunting and outdoor things in the Midwest. So here, you know, serving free food out of the future, all those things 
are very different, but I think the thing that ties them all together is the idea of physically blessing people with an opportunity or with food or whatever it is, but then spiritually, we're also blessing people. Spiritually, we're also trying to connect people to God's Word, connect them to Christ. Um, and so seeing those two things in all of those three areas um, come to life is what I'm most passionate about. Carson, you have a couple of first-timers here, um, and, uh, Deshaun and uh, Brandon Graham. In talking to them in the locker room, they are ecstatic to get out of here. We expect the reaction to be to Deshaun. And, you know, what, what, what advice do you have for the first-timers coming out of here? Yeah, I mean, I think they'll have a blast, uh, for one. I know BG, you guys all know BG, biggest smile, biggest laugh on the team, probably. And so I asked him, he was ecstatic to come be a part of this. Uh, so they'll have a blast. And Deshaun, I think he'll be quite the ovation. Uh, you know, he's going to be his first publicly type of events that's coming back. And um, on the football side, I'm extremely excited about what he brings to the table. So they'll have some fun tonight, and we'll have some fun the rest of the season, too. Carson, have, have you got any advice from your new buddy, Bryce Harper? And Reese Hopkins about how to play in the ballpark. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't hit him up about that yet. Being that I'm only coaching, I don't know if they have coaching advice for me. I'll have to let them know how it goes tonight. I'm sorry to take a couple hacks in the cage. How'd you feel? How'd you hit it? Felt great. Um, it's been a while. Uh, been a long time, but take it back to the good old high school days of North Dakota baseball playing in 40 degree weather uh, in the middle of spring. Uh, some of the North Dakota folks know. Um, but uh, no, it felt great. And, uh, it's always, like I said, it's always fun to just play a different sport, um, get you out of the monotony of football and everything, so it's fun. Yeah, one more question. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. Uh, you know, it's one of those things that, or the first couple of years, I want to make sure these guys are doing what they're supposed to be doing and not goofing off and then taking care of things. And, uh, maybe next year you'll see Nelly from the home run derby or something like that. All right, one last question. Uh, does the uh, ice cream truck have a moon? There's ongoing discussion on what the name of the truck is going to be. Uh, I got people in the back flagging me down, so I don't think I'm supposed to unveil it yet. Um, but, it's coming soon, so. uh, but again, thank you guys for being here. Well, have a fun night, um, and God bless you guys. So that was Carson Wentz. A lot of great points as he spoke to the media there talking about his sports complex in Haiti, the food trucks that he's been um, running in Philadelphia, and other areas in the country and the world that he's been uh, giving a lot of people a lot of um, resources to better their lives and all for a great cause. So it's great to see um, what this foundation is doing for the country and the world. The next event of the night was the Home Run Derby, which numerous Eagles players participated in, but it came down to Jake Elliott and Richard Rodgers. Jake Elliott hit 13 home runs in the first round, Richard Rodgers with six, and Rodgers ended up winning the entire home run derby, and he has a lot of power, put a lot of softballs into the stands. It was really fun to see. And the next event, and the final event, was the charity softball game itself. And it was a team offense versus team defense. Carson Wentz coached <clears throat> team offense, and Rodney McLeod coached team defense. It was a great showdown. Ended up being 17 to 16 team offense won on a Richard Rogers walk off home run, and um, it was really fun to see all these players interacting. Uh, we got Deshaun Jackson, Jordan Howard, Miles Sanders in the house for the first time, and it was really great experience. A lot of fans brought a lot of great energy, and we have a lot of great content from the game coming to you now. What's going on, everyone? It's Logan and Matt here at the A01 Foundation softball game. 
we're enjoying the game here. The home run derby already happened. We got Richard Rogers, the champion. And right now, Deshaun Jackson is leading off for Team Wentz. Logan, how are you doing here? Definitely. So Deshaun Jackson had a really warm welcome to Philly here. Big uh, round of applause and cheering when he was announced. But uh, not getting off to a hot start, he dropped a fly ball and now just flying out into the infield. Zach Ertz just hit a pop-up. And he is out as well. Yeah. I think this goes there. That might be trouble for us. Uh, his role is a starting cornerback now. <laughs> Carson Wentz is the coach of team offense. He's been walking around a little bit, looking great. His back is healing really well. He had a press conference this morning, or uh, right before the game, and uh, had a lot of great things to say about this foundation. Yeah. Um, he really about being able to give back. He talked about how fans love him as a player, but his most important part of himself is being able to give back to people in need. And uh, he said how he's going to try to open more food trucks, trying to open uh, some uh, Italian ice places. Uh, looks like the inning just ended, but uh, yeah, open more Italian ice places. He's really looking forward to uh, really being able to give, uh, give back more. But tonight with the foundation uh, softball game, it's obviously a great addition to that and trying to do that. Yeah. This ended. Team Wentz went three up, three down. Deshaun Jackson, Zach Ertz, and Steven Wisniewski. We'll be back with more coverage soon. So one of the big storylines this season, the OTAs, is Malcolm Jenkins not showing up. Uh, probably for contract reasons. He probably wants a little bit more money, but the reasons are unknown so far. But he is present at the AO1 Foundation game tonight. Uh, he was out interacting with the players, and apparently he's been in contact with the defense every day, still leading the team, so that's great to see. Yeah, I never was really concerned when I heard that he was skipping the OTAs. Uh, I will never blame a player for skipping the OTAs. Um, when we heard that he was going to skip by, uh, obviously there's a one that is only important to kill him, so maybe I shouldn't come to my but uh, in situations like those, where that's really just how it works for a veteran player. Malcolm Jenkins knows that he's done this. He knows that he's very familiar. He plays such a big role that there's really no reason he's wasting his body this early year where it's not even too late tonight. He doesn't play football for another few months. So the fact that he didn't shut those things doesn't deter me. I think the fact that he's here and not going to win, like I said, I wasn't worried about only him to So obviously, that's what it is, but now it's a chance to score a ball. Yeah, definitely. He's posting videos on social media of him working out on his own, so he's definitely staying in shape and making sure he's ready for the start of the season. And we'll hope to see him back with the Eagles soon. Yeah, and um, another thing, too, the Eagles have 20 plus million cap space, too, so um, they save they money for situations like this where a player is a little unhappy and they have to give them a few hundred dollars for the use on it. Malcolm Jenkins, out of anybody in the team, yeah, uh, that was a great offer out running uh, the team defense sticking out first, but uh, yeah, so we didn't have that much money. Malcolm Jenkins is very deserving of more money, so they, they save money for reasons like this, so it's a perfect opportunity for them to put that money to use. For sure, it's great to see him out here as well as many other Eagles players. Right now, we got Avante Maddox up at the plate. Um, team offense is on playing defense right now, and uh, 
Vontae Maddox just ripped one to Deshaun Jackson. He did catch it this time. <laughs> yeah. Also, no one know where the thing got. Torrey Smith and the two Robins started out. She's not the team anymore. Uh, also, took a pay cut today. Uh, sorry, it's like two million dollars contract to help us clean up. But uh, it's nice to see Torrey still on the team. Obviously, he's very close to everyone. He's, like, he's very similar to Carson. In fact, he works getting Yeah. We're now through two innings. The score is four to four. We're all tied up. Um, so far, since we last talked, we've got Sidney Jones hitting a home run. Richard Rogers, a three-run shot into the bleachers. He's having himself a day. Home run champion, and now already a home run in the second inning. Yeah, no, I think the Eagles have a like his receiver. I think the Eagles have just a yeah, he's looking like the odd man now in the running back group this offseason with uh, Jordan Howard and Miles Sanders, and his athletic ability is not showing tonight. Um, he's just chopping at the ball, like in batting practice. I think he hit the net behind him more times than he put it in play. Yeah. They've got a lot of the richest of the lights going on here. They're not showing up. It's like a great thing. Or it's some type of boxes and toilet paper. Yeah, in the middle of this inning, Deshaun Jackson spoke to the fans um, in an interview, and he was asked what he missed most about Philadelphia, and he just said that he misses the fans the most and that they're the best fans um, in the whole NFL, and everybody gave him a big round of applause and a lot of cheering, and um, we're just glad he's back, and I'm sure he's very glad that he's back as well. Yeah, the connection is real. Can't wait to see them on the field. But right now, we're seeing them on the baseball field. Uh, right now, they're playing a little game, so we will pick up once we get a couple more updates for you guys. We're back at the top of the fourth inning. And Craven LeBlanc, LeBlanc just uh, popped out to the outfield. We have four quarterbacks here today. We got Sidney Jones, Avante Maddox, Craven LeBlanc, and uh, okay, like Russell Douglas. There we go. Oh, yeah, Russell, there we go. Um, so we're gonna just talk about this quarterback situation a little bit. Yeah. So. I'm a little more pessimistic about Jordan than the other three. I don't know what I hear 
in terms of his the progress and his ACL. It's kind of pretty important. He's a very Yeah, and I've seen that Sidney Jones is kind of changing up his training technique to try to avoid injury, so it's good that he's taking his precautions to try to stay healthy on the field for the 2019 season. Right now, we got Avante Maddox up the plate, and he's really just like a star in the making in the Eagles' defense. He played safety and quarterback last year, and he really did great for them um, towards the end of the season. He, they changed him to outside quarterback, and he was shutting down great quarterback or uh, wide receivers like DeAndre Hopkins, and uh, I think the sky's the limit for him. Yeah, we talked a little bit about Malcolm Jenkins here. I think Avanti Maddox could be a really Malcolm Jenkins in the open. Like you said, it's no worse for us to find that safety on the outside or inside of the That versatility, it can only really get from this. You know how much they like the big guys. I guess I'm just trying to find that direction. He's going to start. 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 He's going to yeah, we predicted that the Eagles were going to take a defensive back in the offseason draft, um, specifically a safety, just because of the um, situation there, and they did it. So I think that that shows their confidence in Avanti Maddox to be shifted there if need be. And uh, another remark about the secondary is Rodney McLeod. He's the captain for the team defense tonight because he isn't fully healthy, but he's looking great. His legs looking strong, no brace, nothing to help him walk. He's been on great. He ran out on the field during warm up, so that's great to see those progress. Yeah, secondary is looking great. And if you guys are having a little difficulty hearing, we're down on the field right now in the photo well. We're getting a great look at all these players, and the fans are surrounding us. They have great energy tonight. And it's just a great experience being here with the 801 Foundation, all the Eagles players, and being able to experience not only this game, but all for a great cause. Yeah. Yeah, I think, personally, I'm going to trust you to do this. I don't know if anybody else is going to 
Yeah, we got the fans loud uh, and proud tonight. We got the players always interacting after everything. They're giving handshakes. Uh, it's great to see all them cheering each other on and giving that support because we know once we get on the field in 2019, uh, it's game over for all these other teams. Eagles are going to come out there to play, and they're going to come defend their title and try to get back to the Super Bowl. Yeah, so it's going to be a yeah, for sure. We hope you guys are enjoying this content. We're in the bottom of the fourth inning, and uh, the game is five to four. Team defense is leading. So that's it for this podcast. We really hope you guys enjoyed that special coverage of the game, the press conference, and we shared all of our thoughts about the team, the game, and really all the energy that we were experiencing there. Um, there was a total of 15,000 fans there at Citizens Bank Park Friday night, and the charity raised $500,000, which is great for Carson Wentz, the Eagles, and the AO1 Foundation, all for a great cause. It was great to be there and experience everything. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll be sure to give you some great new content coming up soon.